Because they are physically vulnerable and easily intimidated, children typically make obedient soldiers, making them attractive to armed groups willing to use them. From the children's perspective, the combination of guns and inexperience leads them down a dangerous path. You had power; you were able to assert yourself, and and you felt good about it.、Uh, you got those kinds of feedbacks from some of your peers. In this particular case, of course.、Um, You're talking about、uh, a situation where kids find themselves very, very close to、uh, losing their lives because it's really the difference between life and death.、Uh, whereas watching a cinema and what have you,、uh, even though I would look at characters who appear to die in one scene and then later somehow they seem to have reincarnated or something,、uh, it always、uh, kind of like puzzled me. It was like death was not permanent. It was temporary. Children are uniquely vulnerable because of their emotional immaturity. They are easy to manipulate into doing just about anything asked of them, and can be drawn into violence that they are too young to resist or understand. Thanks to the many technological advances in weaponry, lightweight automatic weapons are simple to operate, often easy to find, and can be used by children just as easily as adults. When kids、uh, in armed groups, of course,、uh, they are used, for example,、uh, to carry, you know, like luggage belonging to rebels or armed forces. In some cases,、uh, they are used to do some cooking. They are used to do even some more dangerous、uh, assignments, like spying, for example. Because、uh, for a kid,、uh, spying is a very easy thing. Because a lot of times.、Uh, The enemy are not conscious of the fact that、uh, these young kids who are 10 years old,、uh, 13 years old,、uh, can actually be very dangerous, very devastating.、Uh, in other cases, they are even deployed in the front line. They actually become、uh, what some might characterize as cannon fodder. You know, kids go through a lot really, and、uh, they're able to do a lot of those things because, unlike、uh, adults. They they don't seem to really understand what fear is, or even to experience fear. Sometimes, by the way,、uh, you, you don't weigh the consequences. For example, you don't have that luxury,、uh, and so for some reason, you tend to think that、uh, you are invincible. Really,、uh, nothing can happen to you. These kids sometimes also、um, can access drugs,、uh, alcohol. If a kid,、uh, you know, is on drugs、uh, like marijuana, what do you expect? I mean,、um, they can follow anything that、uh, they ask to do. Many aid groups and human rights organizations have taken on the challenge of helping former child soldiers lead normal lives. The process presents many challenges. I think, first of all,、uh, they need what you would call uh, social uh, psychological counseling. In a lot of cases,、um, a lot of these kids,、uh, most of these kids, don't have parents, so they pretty much don't have really a home. So they look at the government or the army as as a sort of,、uh, I guess, the moral equivalent of their home. Some child soldiers have been forced to commit atrocities against their own family or neighbors. When the conflict is over, they are outcasts in their own communities. In some countries, former child soldiers have access to rehabilitation programs to help them locate their families, go to school, or receive job training. But there are many children with no access to such programs, and with no way to support themselves. Without resources and assistance, 
they remain vulnerable to the lure of armed groups. For those fortunate enough to start on the road to rehabilitation, programs provide a place to start. But beyond the efforts delivered through institutions, there is the emotional and psychological element of reintegration. The process of reintegration must recognize that each child is different with individual abilities. For this, human interaction, leadership, and the establishment of trust is the foundation for success. Sally explains the importance of role models and how programs can help promote emotional and psychological healing. The best way to do it, of course,、uh, is generally bringing what I would call positive role models.、Uh, bringing someone, for example, that、uh, was a kid soldier at one point or another, someone with whom、uh, they can identify with, someone that can help to walk them through. The journey that、uh, he went through up to the point when he became sufficiently rehabilitated、uh, and came to a point where he acquired skills and, and the tools of life and、uh, combined together that helped to somehow liberate him from the previous problems. The fact that、uh, that person had a certain degree of discipline, was、uh, passionate and committed about changing his life. Uh, into a more useful member of society has been able to do it. Like some people say, if you want to write a book, who really would be the best teacher? I guess it would have to be someone that has already written a book. One of the ways、uh, to do that is to, you know, set up certain workshops really,、uh, where kids and adults and what have you can participate and uh, debate. Uh, they can express、uh, different perspectives and all that kind of stuff. And that, in the process,、uh, kids can begin to get a sense as to what it is to be different from、uh, what they were doing previously. A number of countries in Africa. Where the problem of child soldiers is greatest, have made the effort to reintegrate former child soldiers into society. And so, governments、uh, in some countries,、uh, like Uganda, for example, like Sierra Leone, like Liberia, they have tried to integrate them into society. For those that、uh, have grown a little bit older, they have given them opportunities to join the regular armies in order to become useful members of those institutions. But they have also,、uh, on the other hand, opened up or built schools actually, so that they can begin to pick up、uh, the A, B, C, Ds of life,、uh, go through primary schooling, and、uh, move on to.、Uh, Advanced levels, junior high school and high school, and there are kids I have met actually former child soldiers, who have actually been able to go up to university, became you know lawyers, became teachers, others became business people. Education, especially primary schooling, is crucial for former child soldiers. Education leads not only to employment; it helps them to create a normal life, with structure and routine, where they can develop an identity other than that of the soldier. One difficulty is that former combatants may have fallen far behind in their schooling and may be placed in classes with much younger children. Specific measures may be required to address these situations. For older children, effective education requires training in life skills and vocational opportunity, helping to provide them with a sense of meaning and identity. I remember one day I was interviewing、uh, Ugandan President Yoweri Museveni and.、Uh, We were talking about、uh, some of the uh, kids uh, who had now become soldiers in his army. 
he was complaining about uh, how they had become uh, very irresponsible, uh, how they took uh, too much uh, drinking, you know, uh, and as a result, uh, they were not able to be disciplined enough. So I asked him, uh, I said, uh, Mr. President, uh, uh, you realize that uh, these guys, when they were in the bush with you, uh, they were very, very young kids. So I asked him, I said, um, did you have uh, uh, some kind of mechanism uh, when you took power, a mechanism that uh, was in a place that would be uh, in a position of helping some of these young kids who eventually have now become part of your you know, traditional military establishment? And he said, no, we did not have. Then I said, uh, you shouldn't be surprised. The only thing they knew at one time when they were in the bush, the rules were that uh, what is demanded of you is to kill the enemy. And now you come back, uh, you are part of uh, a new arrangement, and now you are being told that what was right yesterday, today is wrong. Human beings are not like a computer keyboard where you just uh, uh, press, you know, if you want someone to kill, it kills, and then you press you stop. It doesn't work like that. The challenge for governments and civil society is to channel the energy, ideas, and experience of youth into contributing to the creation of their new post-conflict society. Some child soldiers find it difficult to relinquish the idea that violence is a legitimate means of achieving objectives. This is particularly true where poverty and injustice remain after the fighting is stopped. But the impact of war on youth is not only a phenomenon in poor countries. Sali reminds us that America has had its own experience. I went to school in the United States with some guys who had actually been very, very young, had been drafted and uh, gone to fight uh, in Vietnam, uh, had come back to America, uh, and had some of them ended up, in fact, uh, you know, sleeping on streets. Uh, some people actually being affected very severely.